Hello, welcome to the Petcast, brought to you by leading pet charity Blue Cross. I'm Emma Barton, and I don't know about you, but the year we've just had was at least made bearable by the love of my life, my little puppy dog. As it happens, three quarters of us pet owners say owning a pet has improved their mental health. But why is that? When you need them, when you're happy, when you're sad, I just don't think we give them enough credit for the intelligence they have. Diane James runs Blue Cross's Pet Bereavement Support Service. She's here to talk about the amazing effect that animals can have on us at home and in work. Plus, model and celebrity Big Brother star Nicola McLean on the comfort she gets from her chihuahua, Jasper. I don't like being on my own, so therefore Jasper's brilliant because he doesn't like being on his own either. So basically, we're constantly together um, and he is just a little gem. And this is what we do on the Petcast. Have candid conversations around the big issues facing pet lovers like me and you with some of the UK's leading pet experts who are on hand to give us their best tips, tricks and guidance. Hi, Diane. Hi, Nicola. Welcome both of you to the Petcast. And I can see little Jasper, the Chihuahua. Oh, he's so cute. (laughs) He's joined us. He's joined us. He's graced us with his presence. Oh, well, I'm pleased. And Poppy Dog's having a snooze on my bed, so that's all good. Nicola, you live at home with your husband, your sons, and Jasper. So how long have you had Jasper? So he's seven, so we've had him since um, he was eight weeks old. So, um, yeah, we got him as soon as we could. Um, So seven years. And you've had pets, though, before Jasper, right? Yeah, so I grew up with Staffordshire Bull Terriers, so slightly <gasps> different than a Chihuahua. Um, and I love Staffs, I really do. But I so love, do I. Do you love? Oh, I love oh. them. They are. They've got such a bad ref, haven't they? But they're such lovely dogs. They really are. But um, I looked after my friend, my best friend's Chihuahua, uh, which is actually Jasper's brother. And I had him for like a well over a month and when she wanted him back I was like I can't be without a chihuahua they're the best things ever so just she she found me Jasper (laughs) my local pub has got a little staffy called treacle and she's just gorgeous and um I think without probably listening I think she's asleep at the moment but um (laughs) I would like to probably rescue a staffy one day so um going to the best place obviously Blue Cross so um, and Diane (laughs) you work for the Blue Cross and your job sounds well incredibly vital so tell me all about that I do I'm very lucky to have a really rewarding job Uh, when I say I love it people look at me quite astounded I manage the uh, Blue Cross pet bereavement support service so anyone who suffered any type of loss, not just death, sadly, but theft, um, they've been lost, need to rehome, we're there to support them free by phone, email and on web. That's fantastic because, you know, like you say, even if you haven't lost your pet through, you know, passing away, you know, thefts have gone up ridiculously um, in the last year and you know just to have you somebody to talk to and give sort of help and support is just fantastic so well done you and 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 what we're going to talk about today just resonates with you not just at work but at home doesn't it tell us about um your husband David and your your daughter Lucy I do I've uh, I'm married to Dave been to, uh, 26 years now and we have a daughter Lucy who's 19 uh, Dave suffers uh, really badly with his mental health. He was a police officer, um, got severe PTSD, anxiety, depression, lowest ebb of his life. And we welcomed Hero into our life, or Dave's life, four years ago. Working Cocker Spaniel, rescued, 
and he has saved Dave's life. He gives him, oh gosh, support in every way that he could. Uh, fantastic ownership and, and love between them. And then I have Chester, who's the old boy in the family. He's 10. And he came into our home when Lucy was nine. And I lost both my parents over the last seven years. And he supported her immensely um, through both the losses. And she's in uni now. And we FaceTime weekly, Chester and I, because she misses him so much. I bet she does, being away. Isn't that incredible what what they've done and to bring sort of some happiness and joy and peace to your family life? And um, Nicola, you say that Jasper helps you when you're feeling angry anxious you know tell us more about this yeah so I'm diagnosed with anxiety disorder and um, I'm anxious 24 7 basically I don't ever really have a moment in the day where I'm not anxious about something and Mm. I can be anxious about nothing it's really it's so stressful but Jasper just lightens my life and I mean I've got two Mm. boys and obviously they're brilliant and they're so much fun but you know, they go off and do their thing and I, I don't want to be a burden to them. I don't like being on my own. So therefore, mm. Jasper's brilliant because he doesn't like being on his own either. So basically, we're constantly together um, and he is just a little gem. Like, he's just lovely and it, he's, he's very calm. So yeah. he just calms me a bit. Although he, I think, has picked up some of my anxious qualities, which is terrible because really? he, if I go to leave the house, he barks, shakes, so, yeah, I don't leave him on his own. He goes to my best friend, even if I'm going out for an hour and I can't take him somewhere. I try and always make sure I can take him. But if there's, you know, a restaurant, then he'll go there. I don't leave him at home because you don't like it, do you? That sounds very similar, actually, Nicola and Diane. Because my dog, um, I think, is really, she's 13 and I think she does have a bit of separation anxiety. Yeah. Um, she loves being in the car, which is brilliant. But obviously in the summer... I can't leave her in the car. I can't, you know, it's not comfortable to be in the car. It's dangerous for her to be in the car. So I'm even now since, you know, lockdown with COVID, you know, she's so been used to my presence like 24-7. It's just me and her. So I'm now doing some little training with her of, of, of giving her her Kong with some biscuits in yeah. and leaving her for about 10 minutes and then maybe the next day for 15 minutes and, and, and upping it. But it's exactly the same, Nicola. She starts whimpering barking um and and shaking and it's just so sad because I don't want her to feel like that I know what it's like as well if I'm anxious and stressed and you just don't want to see that you know you know with your pet and so you've just it's that balance isn't it you've just got to make sure that they're all right and and they're just being brilliant looking after us when we're having you know a moment of just not really wanting to do much because we're anxious or stressed and I just think it is that that companionship of owning our pets just is so important there's also dogs that can help people in other parts of life Diane that's is that right so you've got your you know you obviously you've got our wonderful guide dogs and other animals that can be assistance like blood sugar alert dogs and you see animals that are helping people with their washing they're not just the emotional support they can also become such a great assistance to people they can and uh, we're very lucky that we work with a lot of those other charities um and what we find is that it's um just owning a dog that's that's not an assistance dog can give you a form of companionship treatment um it can be therapy to improve your social emotional or cognitive um, abilities 
And we, we've known, you know, even horses, for example, because um, we always think of dogs and cats, but we've uh, rehomed horses in Blue Cross where we had a case of a young lady who didn't want to brush her hair, but when she saw a horse being groomed, encouraged her to brush her hair. So emotionally That's and cognitively. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, it, it's, it's the things that, the joy they bring to us, but also the, um, you know, emotional and social things that they can bring into our lives are great. Yeah, that's literally helping a human being on something, you know, an everyday life activity. Like I just said, just that, that just being with them and cuddling them and, and stroking them. And, and, and it just has a massive effect and of calming, you know, Nicola, I bet you find that, you know, just of that reassurance. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I don't sleep very well either because of my anxiety. And Jasper sleeps on my head. And I, I know this is going to sound really weird, but I love smelling his paws. Like, I, I love know. So in the middle of the night, I just sit and sniff his paws and it just like chills me out. It's really I bad. think that's brilliant. Um, I'm laughing because I just think it's a wonderful thing. I just love it. And it also, so she cute. sleeps with me. Oh, does she? Oh. He sleeps on my head and then he like, he's so rude because... He, he will get comfortable, he doesn't care. He literally w- wakes up and does like a twirl on my head and then pl- puts himself down wherever he wants to go and then I have to move out of the way for him. But I just love it. And he knows not to go on my husband's pillow. He goes to walk over and Tom goes, no. And he just comes back over to me and I'm like, yes, really, I'm so happy because I'd be furious if he laid on Tom's head because I just, it's just, he gets he's so... Get jealous. Yeah, I'd get jealous, I really do. Do you think, Diane, that like Jasper and like Poppy Dog they know they they feel that they've got a role to play in in looking after us and reassuring us so you know Jasper you know knows that he he needs to look after his mummy because when she's she's feeling anxious do you know I definitely do um because I see it in in my own dogs and I and, you know I know that Hero for example knows when Dave's anxious or stressed or when Dave's happy um, and he's a, a lot kinder. I mean, he's emotionally an amazing dog, but when Dave's really stressed and can't get out of bed, for example, Hero will go and lie by his side and encourage him to get out of bed. Um, really? And he really, really does. And if, if he leaves the house and he may go out in the car, Hero will pick up when he's miles away and sit by the door and know he's coming home. Um, you know, because they have such a bond. So I definitely think Jasper and Poppy know when you need them, when you're happy, when you're sad. I just don't, don't think we give them enough credit for the intelligence they have. Do you think, though, that it, it can affect them? They're picking up. So, you know, when your husband's like not wanting to get out of bed, does, do you think it makes your dog sad? Or do you think it's like, right, no, I've got, to st- I've got a role to play here. I've got to make sure that he's okay. I would say a bit of both. Um, I, you know, I actually do see it in his face a bit of anxiety when he knows that my husband's down, but I also think he he, he steps up a gear and thinks, "Hang on a minute, now I've got a little bit more to do because I love this person and I want to make sure that they're okay." Um, but I definitely think that we can, you know, it's not contagious, but I think they can pick up on our anxieties and our fears as much as our happiness and our love. Um, mm. So that we really need to be aware because as much as they give us, we need to make sure they get back. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, Nicola, but sometimes I've, I've I've caught myself if I've you know crying or I've had a bad day or I'm angry or whatever. I then am so worried that I've upset her and stressing her out because I do, I think my dog's actually she she suffers from a bit of anxiety and I just it concerns me and actually in some ways it turns it around because I go I then think about her. And it stops me from behaving in that way or just li- literally pu- makes me pause and go, right, get yourself together, Emma. That's not, that's not necessary to worry about. And yeah, 
calm down sort of thing. Bizarrely, because anyone that watched me in reality TV always thinks I'm like super argumentative, but I'm actually always really happy. And I don't know, he definitely gets anxious when I leave him. And as I say, that's because I didn't train him well enough to be left. Like I, I'm always, I've always got him, but therefore I will just navigate my life to make sure that he can either come or someone can look after him. But he's the most chilled out dog. Look at him. Like he's, apart from when we go to walk out the house, he's, this is what he's like all the time. Apart from the postman, he hates the postman. Bless the postman. He's so nice as well. I feel so embarrassed. But yeah, he's just chilled like this all the time. So we're both quite chilled out. It's just, I've just got terrible anxiety, but I've got two kids, so I can't show my anxieties the way maybe, no. you know, I choose to, you know, they know I've got, because I've got noise anxiety, so I can't bear like a constant noise, like a tapping or anything. So obviously mm. the kids have to know that because kids do do things like that, but my kids don't. So they're very aware if their friends come around and they start tapping or, you know, banging their cutlery, the boys will say, could you not do that? My mum doesn't like that. So that's the kind of, you know, the boys are great with it, but as I say, it's easier probably for me because I have got the boys. So I'm always conscious that my, you know, me mental health, I, you know, it doesn't impact them. You know, even though sometimes I think I don't want to drive because I hate driving. If the boys need to go to football and Tom's not here, I get in the car and do it because that's what you got to do, haven't you? And I just take him with me. He's <laughs> <laughs> just the cutest thing, honestly. Um, how can we make sure that when we are struggling with our mental health, that our pet still gets what they need from us. If you're on your own and you're feeling that low and like you said, you can't get out of bed, how do we, you know, make sure that it must be very, very difficult for some people because obviously that animal still needs to, you know, go for a walk and be fed and be reassured themselves. It does. And I mean, the, the basics, first of all, making sure you've always got food and water in. Mm. So that if you have trouble making, you know, the, the priorities that they get fed. And then if you haven't got such a good social network, if you've got friends or neighbours or anyone you can call on in an emergency so they can have a walk or be let out or, you know, we, we're concentrating on dogs here as such, but even horses, for example, um, people go out and they can stable them and look after them, that you can contact somebody. But the most important thing is the love, the feeding and the care because it, they'll get you through that day and you will then make it up to them in other ways. Yeah, exactly. It's just and knowing where to go and Blue Cross are brilliant to go on their website websites and they, they put you in touch with people like Diane and all sorts of people wonderful experts at Blue Cross that can that can help if you get stuck now I don't really want to talk about the dreaded c word but where we have been stuck in our houses for a long time we've all felt it haven't we we've all felt the, the mental impact of, of, of the lack of enrichment in our lives is enrichment also important for our pets mental health oh gosh with heroes uh, working cocker spaniel so exercise is vital and uh, in lockdown where i live it, it became a point where you had to start and finish at your front door so as you can imagine walking on concrete was not his joy so what we did was um he's used to going to scent training man trailing so we carried on his mental enrichment at home by playing scent training games hiding treats and like you talked about the kong um putting treats in there pate um lots of different things to keep his mental stimulation going as well as his physical whereas chester well he's just like a food hoover that sleeps all the time um so they're different dogs but managing them within the the c word um and, and through the pandemic has been really different but important that both of them had the you know the best they could offer us 
Yeah, I mean, and especially for people that didn't have their gardens as well or, you know, lived in flats and stuff. It, it must have been so, so difficult. But um, I, I was going to ask a question of how do we pick up if we know our dogs are stressed? What do you know about things like air licking? I don't know if, if Jasper does this, Nicola, but my dog tends to air lick and I notice that happens when she's feeling a bit anxious. Um, things like fireworks or um, thunder. How can we identify with our dogs that are stressed? We, we you'll start to see a, a routine. I mean, for, I'm quite lucky that neither of mine get affected by fireworks, um, but the one gets particularly anxious. Like I said, if my husband goes out and he's not with him, um, so picking up on those things and being aware, you get to know your own animal. So like you're aware of air licking. Mm. Um, I become aware of the of sort of anxiety or issues within my own dog. So it's, it's ensuring that before these things take place, if I can be aware of them, because obviously you can't always with fireworks, um, that I have things in place. So, for example, I've always got stuff like Kongs in the fridge. Um, he's got a licking mat where they, you know, they sort of we can put treats in and different things that are ready and in place for him um, that I can, you know, put into action. So stuff like that for you, if you're aware of, you're you're ready if as much as you can be, um, you know. And there are lots of products, but I would say vets, uh, dog behaviourists—they're your best port of call for for most things. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just is that natural thing, isn't it? If I feel as if she's sensing that she seems a bit stressed, of course, I make a massive fuss of her. And that's what they do to us. They When they pick up on our, our you know, um, sad times or whatever, they're, they're there for you 100% and just to love and just change your mood. And just, yeah, it's things like, you know, going out, walking the dog and, you know, especially during lockdown you know when you could go out for walks and when you were feeling a bit sorry for yourself or you know just having that dog there to to go out on a walk meet other dog walkers and and have a chat and that communication that's when they come into their own they're so rewarding aren't they and and that's when they really can help people with depression anxiety any sort of mental health you know really that's I would say that that's the thing to do isn't it is is to get a dog to meet other people <laughs> and encourage you to get out of the house because those endorphins that they release you know just getting that fresh air walking I mean I, I just loved walking with the dog I don't know about you Nicola I just I just it really does make me feel better if I'm having a low day Jasper's not a big walker are you but yeah so we I do take him for a walk but we don't go on massive long walks because it, 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 he's not fond of it. And yeah, he doesn't. So he likes other chihuahuas, believe it or not, but he doesn't like other dogs. My sister's got French bulldogs, which are beautiful and they're so playful. Yeah. But he's like, whoa, this is too much for me. So he's like, he starts growling at them, don't you? My pair, the one loves running and exercise, uh, the other not. But I call them the James gang because when they went out after lockdown and they started seeing other dogs, they were just like, you know, the Wild West because they were so excited. Do they like other um, Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. But Hero, who's the working cocker spaniel, rounds Chester up. He's almost like a sheep oh, rounder. So um, if he runs off to see anyone else because he's a bit naughty, he's there and tells him what for and brings him <laughs> back. Brilliant. Yeah, calm down now. Yeah. Enough already. <laughs> and, do you, and you said, Nicola, you take Jasper to work with you. 
just to socialise him as much as <laughs> being a reassurance for you. Um, yeah, as I say, I just wherever I can take him, I I do. He loves my husband, loves the kids as well. So I can leave, you know, I can leave him with them. He's more than happy. But even when I leave him with, as I say, my best friend, when he gets home, he ignores me and then air licks when in front of me. It's like almost like he's swearing at me. I'm like, you're home now. What's yeah. wrong with you? But he loves my best friend. But he punishes me. It's the same as the groomers when I'm when I take him to the groomers he shakes like behaves so badly like when I say but like you know really anxious and yeah. then she says the second I leave the room he's loving life loves the hairdryer loves it but in front of me he acts like it's the worst thing I've ever done to him and I think when you take them out as well Nicola like when you have to go to work or you have to be in a situation where you don't know anyone and if you can take your dog along it actually it sort of breaks the ice it gives a you little a bit doesn't it because point. everyone really wants yeah absolutely and when they're as gorgeous as your dog and it just it is it, it, it sort of just makes it a little bit easier to sort of fit in because everyone's talking about your dog more than focusing on you and I think it just takes the pressure off actually that's a good link really because you know having a having a pet friendly office you know I think you know it just improves people's mood don't you think my um eldest he's he's not a lover of school never has been so he's 15 now but he's never I mean he's he, you know he's really good and he goes in but he he'd prefer to be at home with me he's a bit like Jasper and um he's when he started senior school, his headmistress was amazing. She let him, so to encourage him to go to school, she would say, just come straight to my office and you can chill with me until you feel comfortable to go to lessons. And she had two dogs. So he'd chill with her and the two dogs. And some days he spent the whole day in the office. And I had to say to her in the end, like, you are amazing and what you've done um, mm. to get him to school. But he is playing you now. Like he wants to be with yes. the dogs. He'd come home and say, yeah. oh, she bought me chicken nuggets. And I was like, that's lovely. But what did you learn in science today? So I said, yeah. you do have to encourage him to leave the room and leave the dogs. But yeah, it, it really helped him because he'd be like, I'm not going to school, I'm not going to school. And then when we started letting him go to the headmistress's office with the dogs, he loved it. And then it sort of give, broke his morning up, you know, and then he started to integrate. And now he's brilliant. I mean, he'd still rather stay at home. I think most kids would, but he, he goes in perfectly fine now. So um, I definitely think dogs would help in all sit Well, they do help, don't they? Yeah, I mean, you you would have had a real struggle there, I think, if if it hadn't been for that headmistress. I think good on her. I know when um my uncle was in a care home and um they used to have a dog. He had dementia, he had um vascular dementia and you would see the the residents of the the home come alive. It's like when they, you know, they say music's very good for people with Alzheimer's dementia, but with the animal, with the dog there, they just, oh, it was just wonderful to see. You know, what do you think that those health benefits do to the, to, to the elderly in, in care homes, Diane? Real massive benefit, um, not only because for socialisation, um, talking to other people, encouraging them to exercise, but like you said, it helps them with their memories um, and helps them to mix with other residents. We've worked uh, with quite a few care home companies and assisted living to, to see about the possibility of pets into to care homes. Um, and we, I do actually have a colleague, and this is Shetland Pony again, but she takes her Shetland Pony into a care home and it visibly improves seeing you know people's faces, socialising together and enjoyment is, is huge. Um, and it is really sad that not only is it sometimes devastating to have to go to care homes, but uh, then have to lose your pet as well is a double whammy. 
Um, yeah. So, you know, we, we, we realise the benefits to elderly people for loneliness and socialisation is huge. Oh, I've loved this conversation today. Diane and Nicola and Jasper, of course, the star. Um, Poppy, you didn't hear that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Lovely to chat with you and see you soon. That's it for this Petcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a fellow pet lover and click follow or subscribe to get the latest episode on your phone when it's ready. For more information about everything we've talked about, go to bluecross.org.uk forward slash petcast. I'm Emma Barton and the Petcast is a bingo media production for Blue Cross. Mm -hmm.